Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to my podcast where we embrace compassion and authenticity to the highest potential possible. As you might already know, I have a YouTube channel and I'm all about authenticity and compassion. I also had already a podcast in the past, but I didn't really like it very much anymore, so I deleted those episodes and I would like to give it a new start. So, in this podcast, things are also going a little bit differently. I do not want to edit or trim or cut anything here. I will keep it very authentic, maybe a little bit rough or raw, but this is how I would like to keep things on this podcast. Yeah, it has been a while. I really took a break from YouTube, from social media in general, everything i just had to have a break but now i am kind of refreshed and yeah so in this episode i'm really excited actually because i received a lot of questions uh, about my youtube channel where i do tarot readings i am doing tarot readings private ones public ones for many different people and it's a really really wonderful experience um, however a lot of people asked me some questions and finally i have some time to to answer those questions in this podcast okay so um yeah let's let's just get started with the questions um, I actually have a, a sheet of paper just in front of me with the questions, so I won't forget any of them. I will. I really hope that you will enjoy it. And yeah, let's just get started with the first question, which is, why did I even get started with tarot? Or how did it even all started in the first place? Um, this is actually a question that I got from many of my friends and family members because they know me well and they know that I am a very logical person and you know even during my studies um, I studied philosophy for many years and I combined it with neuroscience um, yes I, <laughs> I studied philosophy combined with neuroscience which is of course a little bit unusual but I was a very how should I say a person who is very much inclined to go for science, for facts, and the, all those sorts of things, you know? So tarot, of course, is an entirely different thing, right? Um, so how did it get started? Um, it was two years ago, two and a half years ago. Um, I was pretty desperate. I was in a pretty bad place in my life. I was heartbroken, of course. <laughs> my heart got broken pretty badly. And I can remember that I googled um, my zodiac sign and the zodiac sign of my person of interest at that time. Um, I was actually looking for some horoscope you know, for our zodiac signs. That was actually my intention. Then what Google did with that was uh, interesting because Google actually led me to a video um, with tarot cards. So it was for our zodiac signs, but with cards and oracle cards. And 
I don't know, I just clicked on it and I just loved the cards so much. They were very pretty and I loved the way the lady combined, you know, the, the signs and symbols and numbers and colors and tied it all up in, I don't want to say a story, but yeah, it felt like she could really decode all of this together and actually gave a very, very accurate description of the actual situation that me and my person of interest had at that time. And I was just so fascinated. I was really thinking, am I dreaming? Is this a coincidence? It cannot be true that this person exactly knows what's going on with me and my person of interest. So I was kind of very fascinated and mind blown by this and I just loved listening to that lady. Um, I cannot remember the name but she was a little bit older and it was just super interesting how she was seeing all the details in, in the cards and then yeah tying it all up together into a whole and I was really fascinated by this and then I googled a little bit more and I got into more tarot readings and the first tarot readings were really only readings of the zodiac signs this is how it got started and I thought all these cards were really speaking to me they were speaking to my soul and I could not really give any other logical explanation for this you know it was just something it was such a different experience from anything else that I've gone through until then and I was a little bit you know uncertain and I questioned myself a lot at that time I was like why do I like tarot cards that is strange that is not something that I knew about me before you know um, but that's how it got started and then of course you know I got into YouTube and then I was watching a bunch of tarot readings um, yeah as I said first just for the zodiac signs and then a little bit later on I got into those general pick a card readings and I thought that was so cool and yeah I was just completely blown away by it and I wanted to learn more and more about this of course a little bit later I got into a terror academy so I really studied everything about the cards the meanings um, we learned a lot about uh, energies and all that kind of stuff so I really got pretty deep into this and that's now two and a half years ago and since then to be honest I could never really stop with it of course I had some breaks here and there um, but it always drew me back you know it was just this thing I I just liked either watching it really a lot or doing it myself really a lot so that's the story guys that's how it all got started and as I told you it was kind of a little bit strange for me I have to be honest um, yeah so that would be the first question now the second question that I got from you guys is why did I do a break I had like an eight month break with tarot and it was pretty surprising to me because as I said earlier on I really love tarot okay I always loved doing it but there was this period of time in my life where I just couldn't do it anymore myself 
I think that, you know, now that I'm looking back at that time, I think the main reason was that I really got through a huge healing period where I just had to go through some stuff. Also some healing of my wounds from my childhood. And it was just taking up too much space, time and energy. And I couldn't have enough energy left to do readings for others. Um, that was one reason. The other reason was that I got a little bit afraid of the responsibility that came with those tarot readings because as I told you already I had a YouTube channel and I did a lot of readings for many other people all over the world which was a really really cool experience and I'm so thankful you know for for that experience and also for the trust that those people have in me and in my work of course but at that point I was I don't know it was just a point where I questioned myself also a lot and I wasn't really sure anymore if terror is really a thing you know it's just like why am I still doing this is this really helping others and it is just yeah some kind of responsibility um and I was also kind of a little bit scared maybe that people would just maybe listen more to what I see in the cards than to their own feelings and intuitions. You know what I mean? It's a, this kind of thing. It's this fine line between, okay, I'm just gonna listen to a tarot reading because I would like to have, you know, some new insights or something like that. Or you are going to listen to a reading because you really don't know what you are feeling inside yourself. You know what I mean? I will actually get a little bit deeper into this subject later on um, for some other question. But I was just afraid that I would carry too much responsibility for other people, that um, too much would be on my shoulders and um, people would maybe blame me or my work later on or I would just do something wrong that was also a big fear to do something wrong or you know the messages that I channeled for some people sometimes I wasn't sure anymore okay is this really what I am supposed to tell those people you know it was just it was a healing process I think when you do readings for others um, you just automatically put yourself into a healing process where you have to dig deep into yourself and go through questions of self-worth, um, questions of self-doubt and all of these things, self-confidence. Um, so that was an interesting journey for me. So I needed that break. Um, and especially during that healing process, I... Oh my god, I just saw 11.11 <laughs> on my recording thing here. So yeah, that's a number I see quite often. <laughs> but okay, so um, during that healing process, I was also a lot more vulnerable, energetically speaking. So I was a lot more prone to really absorb other people's energies a lot more. And of course, it drained me a lot especially in the general pick-a-card readings. And later on, on the Tarot Academy, we also went through this with the teacher because that's very important when you do tarot for others 
especially general pick a card readings, those people, those readers who have a very powerful third eye chakra or a crown chakra that is just really wide open, you are capable of absorbing a lot of energies from a lot of people from all over the globe. You know what I mean? And that is draining. That is not easy to handle. And we actually learned, of course, in the Terror Academy how to protect our energies or how to bounce back after a reading pretty fast. You know, these kind of meditations or just cleansing your energy after a tarot reading. Of course, that helped, but I just needed that break. So yeah, this is what I went through during my break. I'm actually really happy that I went through, although at that moment, I had no idea why this was happening to me. I was questioning myself so much at that time. I was really beating myself up, guys, because I thought that something was going wrong with me or that I did something wrong because I always loved terror reading. So why all of a sudden it wasn't really working anymore? You know, it was just, ah, oh, I can remember. Those times were pretty rough for me, but you know, um, we all go through this and then at some point we understand why we had to go through this, right? So yes, okay. I would like to move on to the next question. Is tarot good for you? That is a really interesting question. Um, so I already told you guys that I got a little bit scared of the responsibility that I had for other people, or I thought I had that responsibility for other people, right? By doing readings for others, I just thought, oh my God, what if they just do whatever I tell them in the reading and they are not really focusing on their own intuitions anymore? You know, what, 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 what should I do if people would lose sight of their own intuitions just because of my readings and that is this point of codependency or overthinking so when you get a lot of readings from other people um you might overthink a situation um yeah you might just end up in that place where you are analyzing over and over again the same situation um, and the codependency it's maybe a little bit of a strong word to use for tarot readings okay i am aware of this um, i still want to use it because i feel that people who are listening to a lot of different readings um they are not really doing the deep soul searching themselves anymore. You know what I mean? It's that codependency on something external from you. Instead of really just sitting with yourself in nature or listening to music or just, you know, doing whatever feels good to you. It could also be meditation or whatever. And just really listening to your own inner voice and then taking action upon that inner voice. Um, people sometimes tend to just listen to a tarot reading and then try to find uh, what they should do next in that reading 
You know what I mean? And that is why I call it codependency. So that is the kind of thing that is maybe not so good with tarot, okay? Because I feel that it's very important that you sit with yourself on a regular basis, okay? We call that meditation, okay? You could chant some mantras or follow some guided meditation, but you could also just connect with nature, with music, or whatever helps you to connect with your own intuition, your own higher self. But when you do too many tarot readings, I think that there is no time and space left anymore for that. Or maybe these two areas are going to conflict each other, you know. And that is just something to be aware of when you listen to a lot of tarot readings. Um, don't, don't take all the messages for you. Most of them are general readings on YouTube, right? Okay, if you get a lot of private readings, still, the only person in this world who really knows what's going on with you, inside of you, it's you. It's just you, okay? So that is just a thing that I would like to point out in this episode as well, because I think it is important to just mention it at least, you know? And now, given this, there were some people asking me, so why did I start again with tarot, okay? So if there is maybe a risk of codependency or overthinking so that it's a little bit more difficult for us to stay in the present moment uh, with our lives, with our people, etc. So why did I still, you know, keep going with tarot? Um, as I said already, I had this eight month of a break. I didn't do any readings. I sometimes listen to some readings on YouTube, those general readings, but not too many of them. And then after that break, I, um, I just decided to go back to tarot because I really, really love it. Um, but as maybe some of you guys already noticed from my YouTube channel, I do tarot readings in a different way. I use tarot in a very specific way. I'm not doing any predictions, okay? That's the first point. I never want to do future predictions, not general ones, not private ones. Um, I never felt comfortable with future predictions. I can't remember that last year I still did some um, yeah, future predictions I can remember because some people asked me to do a tarot reading for the next month or those readings that are called what will happen in the next three months or something like that. I can remember that I did it, um, but I never really felt comfortable with this kind of thing. So the way I use tarot now and constantly is to focus on fears and blockages because these are energies that we carry inside of us normally for quite some time, unfortunately, yeah. Um, I use tarot to do energy updates on people. And I think from that point of view, tarot is interesting and it gives us a deeper understanding or new insights, okay? But um, yeah, future predictions for me, it is also a little bit controversial in the sense that our energies can always shift. They can shift even from one minute to the next one, okay? So why should I bother about future predictions? You know, if it's 
it's also having a huge impact on people, right? Imagine people are listening to some future predictions for August 2021, for example, so next month, okay, which is just right around the corner. Um, and then, for example, in that general reading, um, they get the message that this and this is going to happen. This will impact, this will influence the way people think about the next month, right? For example, the prediction says that they will have a new promotion or a new job offer coming their way. Well, if that is already announced in advance, their their energy is already shifting, right? I mean, they, they feel differently about the month. Uh, they might think differently about the month. You know what I mean? It's that which I don't like. It's influencing too much because I think that Life is meant to be lived as it comes and as it goes. Uh, so those future predictions, I just feel very uncomfortable with them because I just think that they have a big impact on people and I don't think that tarot should be used that way. That is just my personal point of view. I know that a lot of tarot readings are doing future predictions and there is nothing wrong with it. And I have to be honest with you guys, some of my future predictions for some from some readers, they actually turned out pretty accurate. You know, it was, again, pretty fascinating to me. Um, but I just feel that terror could be used in another way that I feel I feel better with okay so I'm just doing those energy updates where I look into fears or blockages and things that people might maybe not be that much aware of or to just um, remind them what they could work on okay because Come on, let's be honest. Why do we even listen to tarot readings? It is because we are looking for guidance, right? We are looking for advice. We are looking for clarification, maybe, to some extent, right? So that is really what tarot, in my perspective, should be used for, okay? And this is also how I am using it in my readings. Um, I also really strongly believe that energies never lie. So, you know, the pile that you choose in a general pick a card reading will always be the vibrational match to your current energy at that moment. So I think that there is always some truth behind that pile that you chose, okay? That fact in itself is already very interesting that we always choose according to our vibrations and energies, even if we are not aware of them. And most of the time we are not aware of them, okay? And that's fine and that's actually really good because we cannot be aware of them all the time and in every detail, right? But that is how tarot comes into play in a very interesting way, okay? It reveals some things about our vibrations and energies that we might not have been conscious of before, okay? It doesn't have to be, but it could. And that is the interesting part for me in tarot, because that is my mantra, guys. Energies never lie, even if it's a little bit uncomfortable and you might already know that sometimes tarot readings 
give you maybe messages that you don't really want to hear, although deep down you know that it's kind of true or resonating with your intuitions, you know what I mean? Yeah, that sometimes happens. But that is how I consider tarot as interesting. But of course, even if tarot can help or guide or advise us a little bit here and there, I really strongly believe that it's very important that we keep a balance. So it's amazing and wonderful to, you know, check here and there with some tarot readers that we really like. Uh, that we really resonate with to do some energy updates or just see, you know, what is coming through, what spirit wants us to know. That is really cool. But I think it is also very important that sometimes we just meditate or sit with ourselves. We are quiet, we are silent, and we just listen to our inner voice. That is super important that we keep the balance between these two, right? Um, because otherwise, as I said already before, there could be a little bit of a risk of codependency or maybe just kind of, you know, a little bit of laziness, maybe also instead of just, you know, doing the soul search yourself, you're just going to listen to the reading and hoping that you get something out there in a faster and easier way. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's totally fine. I mean, um, There is nothing wrong with that. I just wanted to mention in this podcast, in this episode, that it is important to just keep the balance. This is what, yeah, I'm standing up for. Yes, so I'm actually at the end of your guys' questions. Um, I hope it helped. I hope it gave you some new insights and I hope that you can still enjoy a lot, a lot of tarot readings or maybe you just do tarot readings on your own. If that's the case, I wish you all the best with that and um, a lot of wonderful experiences. Okay. Yes, so I think I will stop this episode for now and I hope to hear or be with you guys in the next one. All right, so take care. Bye-bye. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to my podcast where we embrace authenticity and compassion to the highest potential possible. So this episode is created for those who are either experts on tarot readings or for those who are really curious and want to know more and get deeper into this subject, or maybe even some of you guys already doing tarot readings on their own, and you would just like to hear a little bit more about my experiences with tarot. So there are a few points that I would like to go through in this episode, and the first one is the statement or the truth that tarot is so much more than just the cards, okay? So this is a thing. I'm still observing it in my circle of friends, among family members. It's just still a little bit prejudiced. People are frowning their forehead or they're rolling their eyes. Um, tarot is still in the first moment, not really taken seriously by some people, right? Um, 
This is just something that is still going on a little bit in our society, although this is already kind of breaking down, right? Maybe some of you guys already noticed there are hundreds of terror readers on YouTube and a lot of people are watching them, are listening to them. And I think things are changing and shifting a lot in the last few years and people are also changing their opinions about terror readings, of course, right? So let me explain a little bit more that first point. Tarot is so much more than just the cards. So if some of you guys are doing tarot readings on your own, you do know that tarot is not just about knowing the meanings of the cards, right? I mean, that is one part, obviously. We need to understand what the cards mean, what they want to tell us. Of course, there are various combinations of cards possible. So we also need to decode those messages, right? That is one part, and that's a very important part, okay? I'm not going to deny this. However, tarot is also about your feelings, your intuitive promptings. Uh, when you lay down the cards or when you shuffle and certain cards are just flipping out, Okay, so what do you feel or what do you feel drawn to when you look at the cards? Some of you guys might already have done some readings and you do know that you do interpret cards differently for each reading, which is kind of amazing. You know, it's kind of a little bit strange, but that is part of a reading. That is part of tarot reading. And... um so for me, it was always really important to just trust my intuitions at that moment, really listen to my inner guts and let myself be led by my feelings or yeah, just intuitions and all that kind of stuff. Okay, so that's the first thing. What I would like to mention is that there are the cards, there are the meanings of the cards, and then there is also on the other side what you channel, the messages you channel, okay? What you see, what you hear, what you feel, and what you know deep inside of you, okay? So these are actually these four clairs, I always call them in my classes, the four clairs. So there's clairvoyance, clairaudition, clairsentience, and claircognition, Okay, and these are so important when you do tarot readings, especially for other people, because you don't know anything about them. And it's really important that your third eye and your crown chakra are really open to channel everything, to absorb everything that is important at that moment for that person, right? So the intuitive promptings that you are getting when you shuffle the cards, when you lay down the cards for another person, what you channel at that moment, that is really, really important. So it's actually a combination of a various, various bunch of things, okay? So it is, first of all, the cards, the meanings of the cards. You got to be careful with the combination. And then, of course, the signs, the symbols, the numbers, the colors. Also, what these different cards depict because you know that every deck is slightly different. Every deck is created by somebody else. Um, they also got different intuitive promptings when they created those decks, okay? So 
It's not a coincidence that for a certain reading, for a certain person, you are using a very particular deck. It's everything connected. Okay, and that is the magic. That is really once you let yourself be led by those feelings that you have, your intuitions, what your higher self is telling you, the messages are going to be more and more accurate. Okay, that is also the experience that I had with certain people or certain topics. I would like to use particular decks. For example, if a person asks me a question about career, I prefer using um, the Sears, Sears Tarot deck. Yeah, that's the name. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, for example, I really use that deck for career. For example, I might use other decks for other questions. That is entirely up to you, and you can definitely trust your intuitions with that. You don't need to copy anybody. You don't need to look around or ask somebody for advice. You can choose your decks according to your feelings with that, okay? That's just something that I want to mention because not everybody knows that. Um, yes, then I would like to talk a little bit about the tarot readings that you can have. Well, there are hundreds of them on YouTube between two people, okay? So, for example, the question, what is your person feeling? Or um, why um, do they not call you back? Or stuff like that, right? There are so many different questions that you can ask in tarot about a specific person, right? Um, it's often used for love readings, of course. And my experience was kind of a little bit different with that. So I learned in the Tarot Academy that you can see or feel or hear or just somehow know who is who. However, my experience was that even if a tarot reader was saying, for example, okay, the cards on the left side are going to represent you and the cards on the right side are going to represent your person of interest. And it might also be vice versa. You might already have heard this. Tarot readers sometimes say that it could also be the other way around. So on the left side is maybe your person of interest and on the right side is you. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm not going to edit my podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to edit. I'm just going to stay completely authentic. So these things can happen. I'm really sorry, guys. But okay, so back to the example. Okay, so we have these two different piles. Okay, my experience was that um, it's not really about two different people. It's more like there are two different energies. And one person might have more of the energy on the left side than the energy on the right side, for example, you know. But I could sometimes observe or feel that um, these two piles were actually representing energies that were inside of me and inside of my person of interest. Um, so I always look at these things as two different energies, okay? I cannot really agree with the statement that in tarot we can really make a difference between, okay, this is really this person's energy and this is really the other person's energy. I'm having kind of 
difficulties with this because my experiences have been different with this. And it was just such that, for example, the left side was representing more jealousy and the right side was representing more anger. Let's just put it in very simple ways, okay? So it might be true that I am more the left side because I'm just, rep I'm just feeling more jealousy for whatever reason. And then the right side is my person of interest because my person of interest is actually really angry. Okay, but it could also be such that I am having a jealousy, but also a little bit of anger and for my person of interest, a little bit the same thing. So they could be angry, but also jealous. I, I cannot make a very clear distinction. I do not believe that in tarot, there can be such a fine line and really saying like, okay, this is really the other person and this is you. I really don't know about this. My experience has always been such that yeah, there is kind of a mix of these two energies in both of us, kind of. And of course, then one person can have more of the one energy and the other person can have more of the other energy. But this is just how I would explain it to tarot students. Um, I mean, it's a, maybe a little bit of a complicated way <laughs> to explain things. I'm aware of that. Um, but this is just like a little side note I wanted to mention here. Because I went through that process myself where I was like, okay, really? Is this really two different people? I don't really sense that this way. So maybe some other people sense it as well. So here's a confirmation for you guys. You are not the only one sensing this. And in case this is not resonating with you, then just forget about it, okay? But this is my experience and I would like to share it in case somebody out there is feeling a little bit uncertain or, you know, just this way, here we go, okay? <laughs> You're not alone with this. Um, yes, so these are the two points that I wanted to mention in this episode. I know it was maybe a little bit deep and detailed and maybe it's not interesting for every one of you. That's totally fine. Um, I also believe that you really have to go through this yourself in some way or another. Otherwise, these questions are not going to arise, okay? These questions are not going to be important to you if you have not gone yourself through this in some way or another. So you are either watching a lot of tarot readings or you have done some tarot readings or maybe you have been watching and doing tarot readings for others and then you start questioning certain things, okay? That is why these things are important, I believe. But no matter what, no matter what, what a tarot reading tells you or what a reader tells you to do some kind of advice or, I mean, I really believe that energies never lie. Okay, that's really my mantra um, for tarot, for Reiki, energies never lie. Okay, vibrations cannot lie, vibrations cannot pretend, right? Energies cannot be fake. So I really believe that in every tarot reading, there is at least a little bit of truth behind the messages, you know, but still, no matter what the message is in a tarot reading, 
you always have to keep in mind that we always have free will. Okay, so that's also why I actually mentioned in my first episode about tarot that things can always change. Okay, energies can always shift. And that is just because we are our own creators. Okay, we create our own realities and we can shift, we can change. We can change perspective, we can change opinions, we can change courses of action and so on, right? We can take very firm decisions and then things just start shifting, right? And that is because we have free will and that is amazing. (laughs) So that's just what I'm saying, okay? When, you know, when I talked about the future predictions, me having some troubles with that, it's just because energies can shift anytime. From one second to another, a person's energy can shift, right? So... That's just what I wanted to mention at the end (laughs) so that things are clear. Um, But yeah, that's all I would like to share with you guys about tarot. I hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, let me know if you have any questions. I wish you now a very beautiful day or night whenever you are hearing this. And I hope to meet you in the next one. All right. Bye bye.